Welcome to the Trusted Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Iroquois Group. Iroquois is your trusted advisor in all things insurance. I'm Edwin K. Morris. Alex C. is a longtime resident of New York City. After graduating from Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute with a degree in computer sciences in 2001, Alex dove into the world of web development for the financial services field. In early 2009, Alex started Century Max Insurance Agency from the ground up. Today, he manages 16 employees, serves about 12,000 clients in New York and its surrounding states, and writes over $10 million of business. Welcome to the studio, Alex. Hi, uh, how are you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. COVID-19 has crept into the continental United States and changed pretty much everything. The nucleus of where that all began was New York City, was the hot spot for the initial wave of everything that we have been in since. How that has affected not just people, but just business, industry, society, is the interesting piece that we're going to bring forth with our guest today as he is in the center of New York City and has been working the insurance industry day in and day out. Can you tell us a little bit of how this all started? For the rest of the country, they didn't have to deal with things like you did. What did that first month look like? Well, we uh, I think since the February, and then we see the number keep going up every single day. And we have about 16 people in our office. And every day we see the number going up, and then we uh, try to get prepared because we know that one day we have to all go home. So we just need to see wh- until, like, when we get what number we have to go home. Like, we're watching the new uh, case every single day, mm-hmm. uh, 10 cases, 20 cases, something like that. And we get to, like, a few hundred cases per day. So that is the time is worth us. Um, we have to send everybody home. We actually going in phases. Actually, the first phase when we get to, um, I remember like maybe thirty or forty cases. Then we send about one third of people home first, and then I think those numbers actually grow very quick. So the week after, a couple of weeks later, we send another one third people home, mm. and then finally when we get to like two hundred a day or something. Then we send everybody home. That's, I think, when we get to March time and we're all God. home. So did that totally change your abilities or did everything change to match the new environment? Once we everybody at home, now we have to continue doing business. Not so much we need to focus mm-hmm. on the new business. We have to focus on how to serve the current client because we have all these policy we have to service. So our focus really just to keep the policy that we have, not so much about, you know, try to get more business mm. because at this time, every, everything shut down. It's hard to get mm. business. And we just want to see what if the client need us, can they reach us or can we reach to the client you know, effectively? So that's what we focus mm. on. What was the biggest success in this transition? What Was it your personnel being adaptive, or did you have some kind of new tool set come in that you weren't using before? What started the new way? From my background, I'm a engineer. I'm a computer system and computer software engineer. So I, and also I'm kind of a conservative person. I always think about stuff like just in case something happened, I need to get really mm-hmm. prepared. 
So since from the database point of view, uh, we use Apply Epic. So it's a cloud-based database. I'm just thinking what happened, my office burned down to the ground and what about my mm. database? Yeah. So we actually make an initiative to move to cloud-based database. It, it was uh, about five years ago. But, you know, it was a smaller company. And then a couple of years ago, we moved, finally moved to apply Epic. Hmm. Um, so we feel that in case something happened, we always can have the data, can serve as a client, right? So that is a initial thing that we did before everything happened. Mm-hmm. And that's a database. So, and the second thing that we did was the phone. So we don't use lo- uh, landline, local line phone anymore. We use voice over IP. So from that phone, Basically, I can bring the phone anywhere. I can plug it in. As long as I have internet service, I can be pretending I'm in office. <laughs> so nobody knows I'm not in office. So by these two technologies that we already have in place way before everything happened, it actually give us a prepare for this to happen. Actually, we can continue business. It gave you an absolute mobility factor that you had mm-hmm. baked into the system. Correct. So we, if we have not get that ready... I think we're going to struggle very hard because I know in our uh, local area, yeah. some clients yeah. complain to us, say they could not reach the agent. They can have voicemail to ask the client to leave a message, but the message bar is full. Right. They can't get back to the client. And, you know, that's why I hear from the client and clients say, well, I need to switch insurance to you because you're the only one I can find right now. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else is closed. <laughs> So, wow. um, so that's why, you know, we think that that's, we actually, I'm, I'm really glad that I make an investment, uh, you know, even earlier. Um, it's cost a lot of money, but I think it pays out. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, you definitely got bang for the buck out of that investment because it proved itself valuable, invaluable. Mm-hmm. Tell us about how you're utilizing Zoom throughout the workday. Okay, so then basically we have the database set up so we can access the data everywhere. So first thing. Second thing, the phone is set up so we can uh, transfer phone, pick up phone, just like we actually um, in office, even though we all at home in all of the, the place. Some people live in Queens here, everywhere, basically. So the database and phone and give us the voice and the database. Mm-hmm. Now we need to see each other because when we mm-hmm. transfer a call, we don't want to transfer over if that person is not, not at the desk or we, if somebody step out for lunch or something like that. So we set up the Zoom meeting all day long. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I sent everybody home, I bought all the, the camera, you know, mm-hmm. the video camera, and I set up for all the computer before they move home. Mm-hmm. So now finally they're home, they just bring the camera uh, along with them. When we have, when we, every day we have a meeting, it's automatically set up. So at mm. eight o'clock, being programmed, so eight o'clock automatically start, so they can join. Even though I'm not there yet, they can still join. They can see each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a camera facing the person, the computer, and the and the phone, so we know that person is on the phone, or is in front of the computer, or at the desk, <laughs> so we can see. So if they are busy, then we take message, and mm. it's a three thing, you know, it's like a. So it's a phone, a database, and a Zoom meeting. And we also have a little chat room to chat each other, to leave message. We call, we use, uh, you know, WeChat. The WeChat, but actually it's helpful for us. And our, a lot of our clients using WeChat. So we actually use that to communicate with the office and conduct the uh, business as normal. You're using the chat function not only for internal communication, but to the outward facing Yes, with a client because almost every Chinese use 
WeChat. Oh, and also okay. a lot of Asian people outside the U.S. use WeChat. We actually conduct business in WeChat. Nice. You know, it, that's a very convenient way to call anybody mm-hmm. out of the country, out of somewhere. We can find them through WeChat. We sure. can have a right. phone calling feature. We can call anybody. I actually give every employee a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So that way they can connect to WeChat. They can call through the phone through WeChat as well. So Alex, I just got to ask, how unusual are you across <laughs> the industry? Because um, I, I, it sounds like you're the unicorn out there that just <laughs> has the tech savvy, understands how knowledge flow works and how people need to stay connected regardless of where they're physically at. I think uh, from my background as a computer um you know engineering background to, to play around with this technology yeah. you know i don't really need to hire somebody i can just do it on my yeah. own basically set up database set up the network set up the phone i actually did it by myself so for other regular uh <laughs> user <laughs> yeah, when they think about right, have to exactly. spend money to hire people i think that actually exactly give them a second thought right so for me it's much easier i i guess i'm not the norm but i think most people we have uh, WeChat being used already. I don't mm-hmm. think they, not a lot of people will have the central database and the voice over IP. I think there's a lot of old agency, they're still using the, the regular local phone. So that's why. Talking about how technology moves people's behaviors along, uh, I understand that you created a connection for setting up ACH payments. Yes, yes. That is very helpful. Um, so what, what that did is, it's called the... Uh, I have a very good banker that work with me. Uh, I have an account with Chase. Um, and then uh, they have something called um, ACH payment. What they do is, um, you know, us, uh, obviously the Chase bank have to authorize us to charge people through ACH. So we apply and then they give us certain credit. I can charge a client um, up to maybe 100000 per day mm. or, or something like that. So I get a credit line to charge people. So when I need to charge people, all I need just a authorization for them to pay us. That's one way. Another way is to just take a picture of a, a check they normally write mm-hmm. to us. Just take a picture. We keep it as a record for them to authorize us to charge them. Okay. So we keep that on file and then we in our a bank portal, we can enter the account information in there and we can charge them basically. We can do something called the ACS collection. Yeah. So we can collect money that way. It takes about a couple of days to process. So we find that it's very, very easy to uh, to do the transaction. They don't have to mail us the check anymore. Right, right. They don't have to bring in the check anymore. So we can just charge them to take a picture of the text yeah. or WeChat. Wow. We can do that. Yeah. So that's one way, actually. And that's another way is even better. And actually, it's a... You have a Zelle, yes. right? They connect with multiple banks, Chase, Bank America, all the major banks that mm-hmm. connected. They can pay each other instantly without any fee. So we also yeah. sell payment as well, uh, with uh, along with the ACH collection. So both way, pretty much can take care all the payment. We don't really use credit card too much. Yeah. Like we don't charge a client credit card because there's a lot of fee. Right. We, we collect through these two methods, ACH, and then Zelle QuickPay. That usually take care of all the problem. Is there anything that's been a challenge that you have yet to address? Um, the challenge is, is we need more business. <laughs> but, you know, the, that's the challenge. But, you know, we can't complain. That's 
what the can uh, the virus situation out there, but you know, but we still have to pay all the uh, expense as uh, usual. The expense doesn't go down, right? So uh, that's a challenge to stay in business. So I mean, we've been doing this for eleven years. So we have to have some renewal business coming, so that help. Like for newer Asian, it's difficult for them to stay in the business with no income. Coming. Yeah, well, and I hear you on the income piece. What's stopping you from just getting rid of the physical presence and going a virtual office? Well, um, we cannot hundred percent get rid of、um, the office because our customer base. We are in Flushing, New York, right? One of a very condensed、uh, Asian community. So we still have a, a lot of older clients.、Ah. They are first generation of immigration to U.S. They not really familiar with the computer stuff. They still have to come in. For those months that we are at home, office closed, they have to ask their kid, their relative, to help them to do the check and send picture to us. So they have to do what they have to do because we're not in the office. So like in September, sometime we finally open and we have people in the office. Basically, myself and、uh, I bring in another four people with me. It's about one third of the people in the office, so we get the office、uh, open. These clients still need the in-person service.、Mm-hmm. Um, they will come, but we always advise the client we have a lot of option to do it off the phone. You don't have to come in, and then it's risk for you and risk for us.、Mm-hmm. So if you don't have to come in, you don't have to come in. But if you have to come, then we provide the option to them.、Mm-hmm. That's what we. Try to do, try to help. So on those face-to-face in-store visits, how are you handling folks coming in? Do you take a temperature, or how do you? Well, f-、uh, first we doing two things, right? First is、uh, really, but、uh, on the phone we recommend people not to come in. We can do a lot of stuff over the phone. If they have to come in, then we tell them that before you come to our office,、uh, you have to wear mask, and we're going to check your temperature before they come in. Right, and then when they sit down on every cubicle,、uh, we have plastic glass、uh, around the separate the employee and the customers. The plastic glass is taller than、oh. our head when they sit down, <laughs> so they can see everybody. And but、mm-hmm. everybody would be separate, including our employee. They're not sitting very close next to next to each other. We have sixteen, or we have actually actually eighteen seat here, but we only have five people here. So we actually separate from each other as well, and for our employee, we also have to wear mask. We take temperature every day when they come in, and also、um, we use、uh, hand sanitizer every time we finish the transaction、uh, with the client. We use hand sanitizer, and also we use、uh, air spray to spray down the air. I'm not sure how much、uh, it will help, but at least definitely make. Make you feel better, <laughs> right? So,、uh, and you see when I in the office, I see the the spray go off sometimes here and there. So, you know, the people just left. We have to wait until they totally walk out the door before we spray. <laughs> so, but、uh, to 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 not to make them feel bad. But、uh, anyway, so that's that's how we do. You know, it's it's a little bit、uh, extra step, but you know. If we want to keep open for longer time, I think we have to do that. If you had to put one nugget of wisdom that you gained this year about your industry and your capabilities, what would it be? I think we somehow we can train the client to do everything over the phone. That's one thing. Like they have to change a habit, right? 
So some clients get used to have everything over the phone. Now we actually train them to do a business over the phone. I think that would be the trend in the future. Um, another thing is for us to learn how to overcome all these challenges when we have to, mm. when we actually in this kind of difficult uh, situation, um, and also make us to think about is any other way, any other thing that we can do yeah. that we can put in place now to prevent something happening in the future that we can be ready for it. That's something we actually need to think about how to how to implement this to be remote. Well, I mean, you're boiling that all down as a software engineer. You're looking at it as contingency and innovation. How can I meet the next whatever in a way that's viable and flexible? And you bring up a good point that I think a lot of folks miss is that the customer behavior can be modified. Yep, exactly. Yep. You you basically are saying that you had to train the customer how to interact with you. And, and the other thing is, uh, we, I forgot to mention, is when we do the applications, uh, earlier I talked about how to collect the payment, right? And every insurance policy, they have to sign. So we also implement DocuSign. Nice. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of commercial here. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I bring out all these all this name, right? So I use DocuSign to interact with clients. Client, many times our clients, I don't know how to do this. And then we train them over the phone. You follow the instruction, <laughs> step by step, now you click on it and you sign. So now they learn yeah. how to do DocuSign. That's really the beauty of all that, right? I mean, once you show somebody once, they're like, oh, I got this. Okay. Yeah. They, now they feel that, you know, I don't have to come in now. I can just DocuSign it, right? You know, now the clients just say, I prefer doing that good sign than come in. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So, so have you gotten any pushback from folks that are like, I'm not doing well, that? Well, still have some older uh, people, uh, like uh, seniors, people like they say, oh, I cannot do it. Then you know what the last we saw is? We mail them. Yeah. We mail all the paperwork to them in the old-fashioned way, mail them, and then they sign everything and mail it back to us. Even though we close. Uh, myself, you know, for me personally, I still have to go to office to uh, mm -hmm. check the mail, mm -hmm. uh, feed my fish. I have office, I have fish, you know, I feed my fish. I have a water the plant, you know, I still have to go to the office every week anyway. So sure. I'm collecting mail and then see like, uh, you know, for me, I always the one actually, if nobody wants to go, I will go. So, and then if somebody have to go back to office and myself, actually I'm the one bring them back in i'm also showing up in office so i'm actually leading them not just telling them i'm doing with them so that's what it that's well that's a do. that's a signature of a fine leader as far as i'm concerned thank you very much alex it's been a thrill thank you thank you for having me thanks for listening to this edition of the trusted advisor podcast brought to you by iroquois group iroquois your trusted advisor for all things insurance and remember, get out of the office and sell. I'm Edwin K. Morris, and I invite you to join me for the next edition of the Trusted Advisor Podcast.